Hello, welcome back to the Don Pod for what I'm sure will be the snooziest of podcasts of 2023. Essendon 14 12 96 defeating the West Coast Eagles 6 10 46. I am joined by Nathan. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, good kind sir. How are you? Oh, well, 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 hey, well, your hey. webcam. Sorry. Oh, gone. Camera's no, you just gone got me, on. people. No, this is as long as your voice is here, though, we're good. That's all I need. That's all right. How, how are you? Are, are you well? Are you good? Uh, yeah, I'm very good. Thank you. Um, snooze fest, good, ex- good description of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. How are you? Yeah, I've just woken up from the game, actually. Spent the last 48 hours of sleep. Do we um do we spend more time on the commentary team than on the actual game? Yes. Well, let's go through it all, shall mm, we? Go. Um I'll I'll go through the stats as we do, and then we'll we'll have a chat. And I'm sure the commentary will come up because it was so excellent. Yes. Um Goals, Langford 3, Snelling, Menzi, Hobbs 2, Stringer, Red Dog, Perkins, Guelphie and Draper all 1. Uh, Merritt 32 touches, Redmond and Martin 31 apiece. Uh, and with that, Martin 22 kicks, 10 marks, 3 tackles and a team high 595 metres gained. Probably his best game, um, which is great against the team that didn't sign him where he trained. Um, I don't know how you miss a guy like that. We just briefly, we were talking about it earlier. That so we find West Coast fascinating because the the other guy that Tim Kelly can play, he played over that way, and then when I got drafted to Geelong, played a year or two, was brilliant. And then they gave up two first round picks Lots or whatever for picks. him yep. to get him back. And I'm like, well, why did you do that? Well, I mean, we again, we were talking about it before we hit go. We watched one practice match of Nick Martin mm. at Essendon and went, holy hell! Wow. He's got something. And we're nothing. Mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we don't know anything. Um, it was pretty clear that he had some real poise and talent and skill um, and ability to use the ball. There is no one in that team that I feel more comfortable with ball in hand at the moment, he, maybe except Merritt running inside 50. He's very like, I don't know if you remember Carousel. You might be too young. Mm-hmm. I have seen a lot of, I am too young, but I have seen a lot of comparisons. <laughs> so I'll back you up on that one. Yeah, play Carousel, a bit of sort of even uh, Mercury, sort of just guys that just sort of smooth movers, like the way mm-hmm. they run, they just sort of yep. s- slide across the grass and just make good decisions. He's and he's still smooth. like, how many games? Well, 20, be be 25? Can't yeah. Be. Must be 30-odd. Played pretty thing. much all last year. Mm. Um, I think one of the things we commented on very early on was his ability to be in the right spot mm. and then ability to use the ball. And it's a bit Pendlebury-esque in that he can let traffic move past him. He's calm in the traffic. Um, just just one of the greatest pickups in terms yeah. of value for money that a club could ask for, really. And emphasised when you've got West Coast who are in serious trouble, both injury list, everything. And then he's playing bloody good football at another club. It's it's, it's um seems to be a bit of a pattern over the last couple of years. D'Ambrosio, uh, Martin, uh, Menzies. Um, um, Durham. Durham. Durham, yep. Guys like that. Have, now well, us. nearly those four, those four would have played, yeah. Yeah, Menzi was a bit longer. Mass, mass and Menzi. No, no, no. They all played on the weekend. They all played on the weekend. Yeah, sorry. Um, Durham. Oh, even Snelling. Snelling was one as well. Mm. Yeah, we've done very well historically from the mid-season draft, so which will be a topic a little up bit later. Wednesday night. Yes. Mm. Um, 
Uh, some look, it, it was a complete nutter snooze fest, and that's for several reasons. Let's talk about football first, and then we'll talk about the the extra football stuff. Yep. Um, some interesting stats I want to re- read to you that I didn't tell you before. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. lost the inside fifty count by two, mm-hmm. which equated to thirty seven point five percent efficiency inside fifty for them, and mm-hmm. sixty five for us. Mm. So when the ball went in there, it came out. But mm. that's a lot of ball in there for, for them. Um, we lost hitouts thirty seven to nineteen. That's embarrassing. Smashed in the hitouts. I thought we were beaten in the ruck. Actually, I thought um, Draper had another bit of ordinary game. To be honest, thankfully he didn't have to really have a great game. But no, especially uh, around the ruck, he was a bit better around the ground. He took some marks up forward, yes. but around in the ruck. Mm. And we lost as a result of those hitouts. We lost clearances by two, one each, stoppage and center. Which I don't have a problem with because of the youth of the the age of the the demographics of the kids playing. Yes, but uh, yeah, opposition that concerns me a little bit. Um, yeah. Talking about Ruckman, what did you make of Brian? Brian, Brian. Uh, look, I still think he's a better footballer than Phillips. He did two things that were made me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, a few things that didn't. Mm-hmm. I would give him another game against North Melbourne because they've got a pretty good Ruckman, and I. And they're not going to. They're going to bring Phillips back. I can guarantee it. But so, so he of... took. There was one moment where he took a mark on about seventy. So there was a kick in. He took the mark, or maybe someone else. Then he took a really mark by himself. Turned around and kicked another pass down the ground. And I thought, well, Phillips done do yeah, that. That was like, that was very early on. And I yeah. had a mate message me and said, well, he's done more than Phillips last week. Yep. And it was inside about three and a half minutes. Yeah, and uh, I thought so. He gets touches. space. Six touches, two marks, ten hit outs. Look, it wasn't a brilliant game, but as you say, the, the upside to having him over Brian, over um, Phillips Phillip. at this point. The interesting thing will be, and we can chat about this now, mm. is a lot of talk, a lot of talk about um, Peter Wright being available this week. And that, to me, that changes the ruck dynamic. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think round one, if we'd had Wright available, I don't think we ever played two rucks. Nope. I think we have Draper and Wiedemann as the backup. Yep. And then you've got Pete, who's the stay. And forward. actually, I'll have a look at some numbers. I did feel like um, uh, uh, Draper, sorry, uh, Wiedemann did a lot more sort of rucking. in. I know because Bright went off in the third quarter as the sub. So Wiedemann did come in and ruck a bit more. And I thought he was all right. But I was curious to see those sort of numbers. We, I mean, we does a lot of rucking forward anyway, but when we've had the I rest thought there was ruck... some CBAs. I was going to check to see if we did some CBAs. Yeah, okay, yes, do you CBAs. Have one hit out, Weed. Um, it'll be interesting. Someone actually has just mentioned in the comments, Rick, that... 5% CBAs, which is zero 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 the last three weeks before that. Yeah, okay. Um, Rick just mentioned Draper might be playing Saw, which is yeah, possible. There was a little moment where he got a bump and then he was off getting a rub. Oh, yes, yes. Getting yeah, some treatment, maybe is a better word. It's fine. Yep. Um, interesting in that case, then, maybe that Phillips does come back in as a senior Ruckman and we can still play Peter Wright and we can still play Wiedemann. I wouldn't want to have... Would you want to have Brian by himself? No, I wouldn't want to have either of them without Draper, to be honest. But if Draper, if, you know, if he's... Oh, if I was picking injured, one... If, he, if Draper's not available, for instance... I would pick Bryant, but they're going to pick Phillips. I would say... For the development of the player, it's more important. The wins and losses don't count at the moment. It's about the development of the players. Like playing Hobbs in the midfield, like playing Caldwell in the midfield, like playing Martin in the midfield. It's about the development of the players, not the wins and losses. 
would you play both, given the opposition? Uh, if Peter Wright came back in, no, because I think we'd be too tall. Too tall? Mm-hmm. That's reasonable. Because the difference with Draper is that he can be effective forward. I think Bryant could, but I haven't, I haven't seen haven't enough seen of him yet. to do it. Yep. And, Pe- and Phillips cannot. Like, he can take a mark. I'll give him that, but it's nothing else. Yeah. It'd be interesting to say, I think you're right. I think they'll pick Phillips because they've stuck with him for so long and then yeah. managed him, which is a really rough terminology, as you pointed out to me before, that um, Davey and Baldwin got omitted, omitted. dropped, while Phillips is there as managed. And as you said, he, he didn't play. So, yeah, that is truly He managed, was actually managed. Let's but... just call it what it is. He was like, he's fucking out of form and he needed to, he maybe they're saying a rest, but if you can only play six games in a row, then I don't know... At 31, shouldn't his body be at about the best it's ever going to be for a Ruckman? Like, he's not old. Interesting to see what he does, or what the team does there, sorry. Um, Some positives, and they weren't, like like we say, it was the most sinfully boring game of football you'll ever hope to see. Anyone with a common sense would have been watching the Dogs and Gold Coast, which which is a life I never imagined. Um, And I said it was our biggest win. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to come to. So this is Sir Swamp on Twitter. Very well known. Yep. Lowest scores Essendon have conceded in via AFL history outside of Victoria. Um, the lowest being 6 10 46 to round 20, oh, sorry, round 11, 2023 against West Coast. So, mm-hmm. lowest score um, previous to that was 47 against West Coast in 2001. So, I mean, obviously, that was quite a good period mm-hmm. for us. Um, 2018 against Gold Coast, 2018 against West Coast, and then 2012 against GWS, who were babies at that point. Yep. And then 2020 against North, which would have been COVID ball interstate. Now, I reckon this could be a good, as you like to segue segue onto the commentary thing because. Oh, God. Yes. Well, there was one moment that really stood out to me that I just nearly fucking went to mute. Like, I seriously, (laughs) I was like, thought about it. How do you get that thing where the radio works and your television? How do you do that? People tell me how to do that. Yeah. Anyway, um, they one of the conversations, and it might have been Dixon, who should have been the neutral, but I think he'd swung He's towards Hawthorne. the other guy's side mm-hmm, just to fit mm-hmm. in with everyone and fit in with the cool kids. He said at one stage there was a there was a throw in from about around the boundary, the wing, and he said the West Coast players were really getting into their heads now, really affecting their psyche. And, and, and we immediately kicked the goal. Yeah, and then it went forward and um and Menzi kicked this beautiful crumbing goal and we're up by 40. I went, oh, they're in our heads. Oh, oh so they're in our, so in our heads. The bit that got me was... <laughs> God. Snelling, it was the second half. Snelling had a set shot from about 30 out yep. and tried to pass to Weedham in the goal. Yep. And it was spoiled. Probably, I thought it should have been a free kick to yep. Weed, but whatever. Um, yep. And I can't remember who it was. Might have been Dixon said... That it was it was the pressure of West Coast that yeah. made that happen. I went, and we were forty points up. What are you talking about? It it was that Snelling can't kick over a what you used to say can't kick over a jam tin or tin jam. Or, yeah. Yeah, he can't kick thirty meters over a man on the mark. Mm. And he saw his big forward all alone in the goal square, so he tried to pass it to him. It was yeah. nothing to do with West Coast. And so many times during the game, I went, are they even aware we're there? If we just went off, do you reckon they'd notice? I felt that a lot, actually. I felt that they they were just... And even the camera angles were like showing all the West Coast players going to the bench or all the players doing something. Or, or they talked about Hunt losing his shoes or changing his shoes. That was kind of funny. I'll admit. Yeah, but... Oh, okay. yeah, they went on. It did go on. Yeah, they went on for a bit. I'm 
I'm happy. And Will Schofield only seems to want to talk about defenders and West Coast defenders but, in that. So Schofield I can deal with. I'm sure he's just been brought in as an afterthought because he does a podcast and he's from Perth. Right, yeah. that's probably fair enough. Pavlich is a bit the same. He's in Perth, so we'll chuck him on the broadcast. We, everyone knows him. Pavlich should hate West Coast, but, you know, whatever. Apparently Schofield, I can cop. He's a past player, and three or four, or two or three years out of the game, I can deal with that. When you've got your Fox footy commentators, your play-by-play <laughs> commentators, mm. just riding one team who are quite clearly the worst team on the ground. Yep. Oh, it was just... The most suffering I've ever experienced watching a game of football, and that includes 100-point losses. It was just horrific. It I was. think we, we need team commentary. I want to be able to press red for red, but not listen to Ed. I want to listen to a couple of Essendon nuffies like me and you, who are a bit better at play-by-play commentary, so yep. I can choose to listen to some completely biased Essendon commentary. Maybe okay we should do the commentary. Way. I would love that. It would be. Reckon we could do play by play commentary. It would be awful, but it'd be better than listening to that. We should look into this. Why can't they get a couple of XS and people? Like press red for Ed was brilliant, yeah. because it was blatantly biased Collingwood. But I could choose. I could choose mm. to go and listen to that. Yep. And if I'm Collingwood, I would have. So I'd like to have a fantasy one because I'm more interested in the fantasy stats and what's going That's on there. What I mean, where yeah. are the options? Yeah, Why you're right. Maybe it's, is this a license thing? Probably. Although it happens with soccer, because that's my reference point. There's like I go for Chelsea. There's Chelsea TV commentary. Yeah. And it's Chelsea people commentating. Have we got so bored with this game already that we've spent... We've oh, just... look, this is just a bit of a... What do you, what do you call it? A soapbox for me, because yep. I can't stand it. Every time I watch a game of football on TV, it doesn't have to be Essendon. Any, any game of football. I just go, this is garbage. There are jokes. there are a few good ones. I want that to be known. That well, I think that are pretty good. I can count them on two fingers. Yeah, but there are a lot of very bad ones, and I think it's very much an old boys' club. Like if oh, you played and you were a superstar, even if you can't string words together, it's Triple M have overtaken primetime TV. Yeah, it's that boy club yeah. culture. Brayshaw, BT, but then but the Richo, like are... Richo can't oh. string words. They can't. Yeah. Then, a great football neither... player, very nice person. Neither but, can Job, in all fairness. No, he's, his, he's... His content is quite good, though. Mm. What he brings to the conversation is good. He just struggles to deliver it. <laughs> yeah. Whereas someone like, um, what's the um, the Melbourne football player, the female, what's her name? Um, Daisy. Daisy, she's yeah, always... content's great. Yep. yep, content's very good. So uh, is um, Sarah Jones on Fox. Actually. Sarah Jones, yeah, yeah. Good. I do like Sarah Jones. Anthony Hudson, if we're talking yeah, about... Yeah, very good, Hutto. And um, what's the guy... Does a podcast um, called Howie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. He's turned a little bit boy club, but he's... Yeah, because he's surrounded by him all the time. Good. Um, Jared Waitley, if we get him on free to wear, I'd be uh, quite happy. Anyway, what do we think? Fan fan commentary. Yep. Train them. Let's have it. Train some people to actually deliver good commentary, but let me choose to listen to some bias crap. I'm okay with that. Now, should we quickly talk about some Essendon players? Like who? Well, we've mentioned Nick Martin. I have mentioned Rusty. The class of him. Zach Merritt, I must say, as a leader, is coming along quite nicely. I, as a, as a leader, as a captain Tackle of this football this club, week. I underestimated Zach. Hmm. He's... He's taken it. He's, what I heard, too, was that... So in the third quarter, 
he talked about how, you know, let's really finish this off. Let's play professional football, you know, let's and that's why I think what he brings to the to the position is that from what I understand, he's a very professional football mm. in that he trains, he looks mm. after himself, he doesn't drink, doesn't party, doesn't, you know, gets extra, you know, does hard yards and all sorts of stuff. And I think he's trying to that's I think what he wants his leadership to be, you know, like let's be professionals. Which given the stories, and they are just that from the last couple of seasons last year in particular mm. where you just go jesus there was no leadership at that club mm. well there was yeah yeah we needed that like a hole in the head but it's not only that it's he's the fact he's now i want to say top five in the brown that he can't win yeah. probably not top five he'd be up there i think he's polled i would say he's polled in most games he's played yep and if he if he does win a brown and can't win it because of that one tackle that's the biggest Oh, it'll be horrible. Disgrace in football, but yeah, he's unreal. I'm with you. The other one I wanted to bring up was a couple of um, defenders, Laverde. I really thought he looked very oh, just ordinary. He's, the first half was very bad. He, he did some better things in the second half, but his first half, I thought, you should have come back through no the VFL need. or played another, yeah. like had another week training. I just felt if this was a good team, like we were, we were very lucky who we played because I thought some of our players were quite poor. Like, Mm-hmm. I thought um, uh, Tip and Woody had a pretty ordinary oh, game. We like, need to talk about him too. Well, he, there was a couple of moments really stood out where he, he should have just had the shot or taken the game on and he, he fell over or, you know, he just yeah. horrible yeah. handball or kick that didn't even come off the foot. You know, like it was just some moments where I thought, geez, that's an out of, that's a guy that just looks like he's, he doesn't know what he's doing at the moment. He has no confidence. So be a VFL, if I'd be surprised if he's not playing VFL next week. It's It's a really difficult one to talk about. I think because he is so popular, hundred percent. And we we're with him. Where we like, he's great when he's dancing around, kicking goals, and all that. He's running brilliant. down tackles, love it. But he just doesn't seem to be able to do that anymore. And this happened last year. We were talking about him in the same light, yep. or maybe the year before. Yep, he went out of the team and never came back. Yeah, but so I I just think he need he just he looks devoid of confidence, and I. I think it's really important, and we talked about this before, that I found it really upset. Not upsetting. I found it a bit annoying, for example. Baldwin got dropped, and mm. I would argue his two games were as good as anyone that's played. Not anyone, but as harsh a dropping as I can remember. As a harsh dropping, and yet for Laverde just to stroll back in. Laverde's a good player, but he's not He's not a gun or anything. Like, he's not. I would argue his spot is takeable. Cox played in the VFL mm-hmm. and got through three quarters of the game, had 16 possessions or something like that he would be i'd be thinking well cox can take your spot thank you very much laverde laverde is just an iffy buddy can he kind of do it we talked about lav at the start of the year being i guess the expendable one the week if there was another two meter defender to come in yeah we were hoping reed would take his spot yeah yeah and nothing baldwin did in those two games suggested dropped yep i if it was a Merit or a BZT or someone like that who's critical, yeah, all right. It's a, it's a tough game. Sorry, yep. but fair enough. But no, that just made no sense to me at all. Yeah. And on to um, some po- other positives. So I'll just jump back to a positive. I mm, wanted to try Menzi. Yes. So I think he'd been a little bit um, ordinary for a couple of weeks, a few weeks, like about three or four weeks ago. He played two games in a row, which I think he might have had a rest somewhere around there too. And played a couple of possessions, low, low possession games. 
But what I found in the last two weeks is that he hasn't had massive possessions, maybe I don't know nine, ten, eleven, something like that. But he's really influencing those those nine or ten. Of, you know, he's kicking a goal, he's getting a shepherd, he's getting mm-hmm. a handball in. They're really having like scoring from his small percentage, really, which is very important. Yeah, as a small forward, like you've got to influence the game, which is what Tip and Woody didn't do he's enough of. I felt moment, yeah, yeah, didn't take his opportunities for because he's never going to be a high possession, so he's got to influence the no, game when he and gets it. We harped on about this a couple of years ago in that. On a couple of years ago, like we've done this forever, late 2021, where it was Stringer was kind of the conversation. You don't yeah. have to have 30 touches and kick two goals. If you and Jai had nine touches, 77% effective, five score involvements, and two goals. That's great. And two tackles, I think. Yep. Yep. Two tackles. That's a good game from a small forward. Solid. Solid yeah. as you're contributing on the scoreboard, you're contributing in chains of scores. Yep. You're okay. The issue I've had with Jai in the past was that he can't finish his dinner, but he kicked two straight. So progress. That's great. That's a good yeah. one. Um, um, can I do one more? You can, because I wasn't... One more, I think. Uh, just Matt Guelphie in his first game back. We're solid. He was, he was Matt Guelphie. That that tap-on, mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. was very right. Matt yep. Guelphie. Yep. You know, yep. not, not yep. just because it was a tap-on, but it was the right team thing to do. It was the correct decision, yes. Yep. He didn't try and dance around three or four people. He just, no, no, get it on to the next guy. Yeah, I do appreciate those footballers more and more that just do the little things well. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if Dustin Fletcher was that in embodied, yep, do the 100%. little shit and do it well. That yep, you need that in every single player on the football team. So I do, I do think that when we move on to you know pressure for team selection for next week, I reckon there'll be a few that I think could be and pushed out. You're right with Cox coming back. Now he's played three quarters of a game of AFL. He's uh, VFL. Sorry, I would say that's available for selection. Oh, definitely. But at this point. Right, I think is, they'd let him go another week. Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. But three yep. quarters of a game, if he'd played a half, then yeah, maybe another one. But three quarters, you've shown that you can yep. get through. Right is rumored to be available. Again. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get an extra week, just because he's so critical to structures yeah. and whatnot. Um, we've still got Parish to come back. That's a couple of weeks away. Shield we've got Setterfield to come back. Shield should be okay. I'm surprised he missed this week, to be honest with you. Well, I did Maybe... hear that the injury is a little bit more. That that type of injury can be a little bit longer than one week. Okay. Like it was. Oh, that's not a one week. Well, he was borderline dream time. That's why I just assumed he would be. Yeah, yeah, but I that could be a bit of fluff and. Piss, um, you know. was sold in the VFL, though. Given he was dropped already, he's certainly not yeah, going to come back in for Laverne. Uh, Montgomery, Matt Montgomery's on a really good solid he's... run. And so is um, Voss, apparently. He's been playing right, just not kicking goals. Halfback. Now, while we're on that, Mm. let's do the votes first, actually. Yep. Um, I went first last week. You you can reel off your crappy ones this week first. I did tell you. I don't know if I wrote them down. Um, I gave gave Rusty Martin three. Yes, I thought he was excellent. I gave Hobbs, who I don't think I've ever mentioned in the... Oh, he was solid. He's getting better and better. He, and better. I, I really thought he had one of his better games. Still, still gets um, tackled or bumped off the ball when he goes to kick. I think he's got like a he like lifts the ball up and kicks it like it, and he gives Can them I just that. Just remind you, he's a second year player. Yeah, oh, yeah, but this is why I'm giving him two votes. I'm just saying he had a really good game and one vote to um, merit. Merit. <clears throat> Thank you. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a cough. Didn't write it down this time. Yeah, I just no. told him. You told me you were writing it down. Yeah, yeah, you? Merit. Was merit. Uh, I went Marto one, Rusty. Yep. 
I went Merritt two. I thought he yeah. was outstanding across all four quarters. And I did go Redmond one. I thought Redmond. Yeah, fair enough. He played a good goal. game. I don't know how the friggin' hell he ended up in the goal square to kick that goal. Well, didn't he give if... one? What he nearly gave one away. Like, well, he did. He should have kicked that one because um, he did give it to him and they missed it. He missed one running in through fifty. No, no, but he he kicked kicked one from from like in the square, and then he gave another one away, very close too. I don't remember. I didn't know that. Um, but for him to get that far forward was quite surprising. Anyway, I gave him one. He had thirty odd touches and was very good. Great segue. Yes, that was totally planned. Um, that's probably enough. I don't think we need to waffle on about that. Pardon the pun, waffle. Um, that's good, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. We don't need to crap on too much about that game of football. We went, we did what we had to do. It was ugly, but in the end of the day, we won by 50 points Yep, on a ground that we typically don't win well. We're win. in the eight. We're in the eight. We're, we're up here looking at Carlton. We're better than Carlton. While we're on that, can I give you a stat about to just- I love a stat, Sammy. Pain home to Carlton. Now, yep. we, we saw this on Twitter today and I've fact-checked it just to make sure. Mason Cox, yeah. who played his 100th game on Sunday, Gross. As a footballer, yes. Off the field, he's a really nice bloke, so we can just forgive him. I'm sure he is. For a minute, still plays for Collingwood, and he yeah. thinks he's his one championship. He he's the best I don't know the way. Yeah. Takes yeah, a mark, and he just the disdain. He looks at somebody like, "Well done, mate." He took is a, a mark. Word. But again, off the field, he's he's quite a lovely yep. dude. Anyway, hundred games, he has won fifty nine. Hmm. Well, that's pretty Fifty nine percent. Easy maths. Fifty nine percent. Patrick Cripps. Now, this is not. I did specifically. He's a very good footballer. Getting the Chris Judd uh, treatment where he's just carrying Carlton on his shoulders yeah, week in, week out. Has played 170 games. Mm, that all? Won 53. Ugh. 70 more games than Yuck. Mason Cox, and he's won six less. That is. What? That's horrible. horrible. That hurts. Carlton. That is just. Uh, no disrespect to Mason Cox. He's not your typical good footballer, is he? No. He's... I like him. I think he plays a role. He gets by because he's six foot ten or whatever the bloody hell he is. But just to just to jam the knife in a bit further there to Carlton. Yeah, no, no. I'm like, no apologies. That. Um, back to my segue, which I just ruined. Um, you did too. <laughs> Red Dog, uh, and yep. Parish is also in this conversation. Free agency. They are our two, um, two available or two people that might. Yep. Uh, They're in time? that window. Yes, thank you. Um. It's going to bug me now. Eligible. Eligible for free agency. Thank you. Superfooty posted tonight that Redmond, well, the Crows rate their chances higher. Mm. They rate their chances of getting him, whatever. It's all Mm. hearsay. What I want to ask you, Mm. how how do you feel about this prospect that they are available for free agency? They are eligible. They might leave. What do you, where do you sit? I I totally support this situation because it's all about, like clubs, uh, players for one, have, allowing them having the freedom to go play at other clubs if they mm-hmm, want to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you've done, you know, we're talking six, seven years, whatever is before you get that situation. So if you've done that at a club and you your home club or another club comes at you with some money, fair oh, go. Think, do you think Redmond, his home club is Adelaide? No, it's not. He was he lived in um, he lived in South Australia, but well, it's he lived on the Melbourne. border of South Australia, Mount Gambier, which is Adelaide. yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't like if he goes, that's fine. Like, we'll get compensated. He's a halfback flanker. When it's all said and done, he's a halfback flanker, and there are a dime a dozen, to be honest. 
We like Red Dog. And I think Look, very good player, but I would he's replaceable. Him, but he's not a six foot ten key forward. No, he's not, and neither. He's not even six foot ten key defender. No, my overarching <laughs> feeling towards this is if you don't want to play for Essendon, yeah, I don't think we should open the checkbook. No, that's what ruin clubs. That's what Collingwood too well, much. I know they've got through it, but. Parish, particularly Parish, will have a bit of ammo to say, well, I could go and get another 200K at yep, Geelong. Like whichever club. Yeah. But what can that, you might have to, you know, negotiate and do And again, that. Parish but is more valuable to us than Red Parish Dog. Parish is. But we've won now two in a row without him. And it kind of, you go, well, yep. Worst case scenario. And again, I don't want to. But I don't think we may have won two games. I don't think we're better. No, we're a better team. Worst case scenario, both of those players leave. Yep. Say we finish 10th. Yep. We get pick eight or nine, whatever that equates to. Nine. Then we end up with yes. nine, 10, 11. Because I'm pretty sure, we'll definitely for Parish, we'll get first. Oh, definitely Parish. Red Dog may. Redmond will get, if he leaves, it'll be for a good contract. It'll be a good contract. Yeah, you're right. It'll come down to that. So while um, I think it's bad that we keep, because, you know, it's not the first player that's now, or that potentially wants to leave. But as I said, though, if he goes, that means guys like Massimo D'Ambrosio get more of a run. Um, probably wouldn't go for Hind because I don't overly rate him. But then that maybe Montgomery comes in, you know, mm. off the list. You know, like I, I just when we left, when Saad left, we thought the world was going to end, didn't we? No, probably I think more that, so. When... My issue was more, and we just picked up Hind, and he took over, fumbling, bumbling, and bouncing the ball. Like, yeah. and Danaher, Danaher. I mean, yes, yep. we'd rather have him. The fact Peter that we were get Peter Wright was pretty fortunate. And to be honest, it. right now, I prefer Peter Wright because he kicks straight. Yeah, I, I like Pete because he's so modest and he just kicks yeah. in a dead straight line and it's beautiful to watch. But, but the point is kicking goals in a good side. So yeah. The point we're trying to make is that if he if a halfback flanker leaves, we'll find another halfback flanker. We will, but we if would like to keep Redmond. If midfielders or key forwards leave, it's a little bit harder. There is value to Red Dog. We're not suggesting that there's not value no, no, to the we'll... individual. We'd rather keep him, seeing oh, as we've oh. developed him. And of course, I want to keep him, but I'm not going to. I'm not, as you said, I'm not going to open the checkbook up and give more money because no. when Cause... in the year or two after that, when the young guns like Nick Martin, like Cox, like Reed, if these kids start playing, and then they come for me and want money, I'm go well. Oh, I've got to pay them pretty good money. Yeah, and why and... am I paying halfback? You look at Carlton again. We'll go to Carlton. Yeah, they paid a lot of money to get Williams. Over from GWS, he's barely played for him. They paid a lot of money to get Saad. They're not a better team with him. Oof. And they played a another. There's another halfback. They got three halfback flankers from other clubs. And I was like, why? Oh, a McGovern from um mm, came from on the Adelaide or whatever, allegedly. Yeah, and there's another. I reckon there's a th- fourth one in there. Newman came from Sydney. I'm like, Newman's reasonable, but they're but they're just halfback flankers. Like in the end, yeah, dime a dozen. Plenty of them floating around. We'll probably pick one up in the pre-season draft, the mid-season draft in the, on Wednesday. We can continue piling on the Carlton hate. This is great. <laughs> um, I don't want to see players leave the club, but it, at the end of the day, if they have an appetite to leave and can mm. go and get a couple of hundred grand more, for them, That's, why not? I suppose you only play football for 10 years of your life. It's about the club. It's not about but the players. You want we to love the club. Culture to keep players, which is where the, club feel comes yep. into it. And that's why Saad worried me at the time. Well, that was because three left at that one hit, didn't they? Yeah. Well, it was Saad and Danaher were the same year, I think. Um, and there was, who's the third one? 
He went at that same time. Um, mm. Blocked it out clearly. Yeah. Where was it? No, you'll it'll come to you. Mm. I don't want to too much radio silence on the podcast. Um, well, it's not really radio silence. Podcast silence. People can just fast forward it. Like seriously. Well, but that's just weird. Okay. <laughs> Go. Mid-season draft is Wednesday. Wednesday. I believe we have two picks. Yes, we're and pick our nine. First one is eight or nine. Good nine. We have nine and whatever that is, eighteen plus that is. So in terms of <laughs> our us and VFL, Quinton Arkles nominated. Yep, has been quite solid in the VFL. Two things to say about him is one, I think he'll go somewhere, but two, I don't think it'll be us. I don't think he's he's a small forward, which we now seemingly have like five. Well, he's been playing midfield, yeah, but he was a small forward at Geelong. What are we after? Do you have you done any research? Because you're the draft man more so than than I am. He just shook his head for reference. Yep. Um, uh, okay. Well, uh, no, no. Well, okay. So there's another player too that we've been apparently interested in, mm-hmm. called Jaden Hunter. Oh, good name. Guess what, Jaden? Well, this is his under under eighteen stuff. He's been playing. I think he might be playing in the VFL, but he's from Perth. Because, you know, all the good players come from there. Um, Jaden's a key defender. Huh, how tall? Uh, well, he's 194. In um, This was his under-18 thing, so he might be a little bit taller now. I don't know. I would like a few extra centimetres. Well, I haven't I haven't had a look at him a lot. I just saw his name pop up on an article I was reading. I thought, oh, I probably, you know, I, apparently Richmond and us are into him. So and Richmond have a pick clearly a long time before us, so who knows? It'll be interesting to see what we do. Because I mean, if if Cox has got through that game, he's all good. He plays another VFL game this week. You go, well, he's been training as a defender, he's played as a defender in the VFL. Obviously, he's going to come into the seniors as a defender. Whose spot does he take? Has to be Laverde, because it's not going to be Redmond and it's not going to be McGrath. It's mm-hmm. definitely not going to be Zerk Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Um so that would Unless it's like the Kelly um, Heard uh, Hine, sorry, um, Massimo sort of role. Like, do we see Laverde and Cox and um, Zerk Thatcher playing? Is that rhetorical? You want me to actually answer that? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Well, it's a bit of both. Um, I was just looking to see if Cal Toomey had posted anything because he's our <laughs> because he's our fountain great of source of yes. yes, fountain of knowledge. That's a great explanation. Yep. I think we're quite content in the knowledge that we're probably after a key position player, specifically a key position defender. Mm. But that's a pretty hard, I reckon that's a pretty hard thing to go to a, a mid-season draft. It's very specific, isn't and it? Pull. Yeah, you if you just go after out, the best talent. Well, you think of who we've got out of it already. You've got Snelling, midfield, midfield mm-hmm. forward, Menzi, forward, Massimo, halfback. But all this, they're all a similar size. Um, who there's another oh um John Newcomb is probably another one of the real success stories from mid season draft, Hawthorne. Yeah, and Joe Cully, who was at West Coast but injured himself a few weeks ago, did a knee and he'd been he playing pretty well. Themselves at West Coast. Um Stuz, thank you, Patrick, listening. Um Durham, a bit again, sort of a midfield wing type. I don't know if you really go to the mid season draft and come out with a decent key position player. So it'll be interesting what we get. Um as I say, we have a good history with the draft itself. Um, 
that's a great thing. We'll have more to talk about probably next week with it, to be fair. But Do you what? reckon we'll use the two picks? So the first pick is um, related around um, Davey. Uh, not oh, yeah, Jaden. Yep. Jaden. Yep. yep. Because yep, yep. he's on, still on our long term injury list mm-hmm. from his knee. And the and second one, I think, is um, Jones, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So I wonder if we'll use the two. Although, uh, There's no know. obligation to keep them. It's it's, nope. it's a six month thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think so. I don't get to the end of the year. Point. Um, but I mean, I mean, Quentin Nagle, if he got moved to the senior list and. You pick him as a small forward, or you wouldn't pick him as a you wouldn't play as a midfielder. Who the only positive in that was if we 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 still don't have a goal kicking mid really. I know no. she's kicked multiple goals once or twice, but it's not exactly goal kicking mid still. Well, but he's... I don't see how a player like that gets into our midfield just the same. Yep. So you've got Perkins is probably the hope of the goal kicking mid. His best game, his best year was in twenty twenty one at Geelong. He played uh, 16 games, had uh, 20, uh, average of about 15 touches and kicked four goals for the year. Yeah, right. Not. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I, I, my feel with him is he won't come to us. But yeah, if it's, there it's are not, no... I, I don't see the point in getting someone like that. But there might not be key position available. So No, you're right. He's 25, so there's still a lot of footy left in him. Mm. Oh. Yeah, you're, you're disappearing. Oh, it's just me. Oh, God. Um, the the joys. Hello, the joys of doing it live. Um, which segue? Segway galore at the Don Pod. Now I want to talk about that last. So okay, we can we can segue that. <laughs> I'll bring up something else live. Yep. <laughs> Go. Um, I want to get a feel. We're, we're at forty minutes now, so we probably can start to to wind up a little bit. I feel like we've done enough. We'd like to apologise, everyone. Today we we just. Didn't it was feel just a shit game of football. Didn't feel any enthusiasm from the win. Um, it was sorry, like, on oh. the mid-season draft, we could get Braden Ham. He has nominated. I wanted to make that joke earlier. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Braden Ham. Tom Hurd is nominated. That's one to keep. I know he won't come to us, but that's one to keep an eye why on. Why won't he come to us? Because we already delisted him once. I'm not quite sure why we'd pick him up on the AFL list. Yeah, I did say he's been playing some good footy. He's been playing he's good playing. footy at Port yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. Um, but he still looks so small. He just looks tiny. Yeah, I'd love to have him successful, but yeah, maybe the next generation will be the not, one. Not for not for this lifetime. Um, it does skip a generation. The herd family skills. Is it, well, as long as they end up at Essendon, that's all that. Well, because really his father played a little bit of footy, but his grandfather grandfather was well, a stand at Windy Hill. Yeah, that's right. That's the stands named after his grandfather, not him. Yeah, yeah. Well, his father, sorry. I want to ask you two questions. Go about the AFL more broadly. We're, we're approaching sort of the mid midway point. We understand a bit more about some other teams and who the good teams are, who the pretenders are, St Kilda, yep. who the absolute flops are, Carlton. We're going to lose to them in a couple it's of weeks. still two weeks ago. I will not be this negative about Carlton next week. I'll tell you. Yep. Who, at this moment in time, give me two things, actually. Grand final. And, grand finalists. Yeah, grand finalists. Who, who plays off. And who's your premiers? And I think at this point there is only one answer to at least the premier. Oh, I th- Collingwood are the form. T- I think there's four form teams. So it's Collingwood, uh, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Port. Port. Yep. I think they're the four best teams at the moment. But the thing we we know is that you can be in form now, but you might not. Like oh, Melbourne you... a couple of years ago with twelve zip and didn't even make the grand final. So yeah. I would probably say Collingwood, Brisbane. Are you not worried about Brisbane away? 
once they leave the Gabba, they're a bit vulnerable. Oh, I th- yeah, I, I, I do think that's a problem. And but why, I, why Brisbane over Port at this point? Um, Sorry, the hard questions. I just attacking. think, well, I think Brisbane's got a better list. I think they'd be disappointed if they don't get some, start getting some grand final experience mm. with that list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Port Adelaide have really jumped like they were, they were good, what, three years ago. They played in a couple of prelims. But, and they've got some very good young players, Butters and, and Rosie and, and um, Horn Francis have been very good. So I, I definitely rate them, but they're probably short, like a good Ruckman. Short at um, all. Short at all. Hmm. Um, and probably, yeah, yeah, Port, probably a few man. other little things there. I think Port are missing. Whereas I think Brisbane have a very good list. I don't think they're being coached very well. Whereas I think Collingwood don't have, Collingwood don't have the greatest list, but they're coached very, very, very well. Yes. Incredibly well. Like you know, seriously, they've got a couple of kind of ordinary players running around in there, but they're mm-hmm. playing very, very. Good. They won four weeks without a ruckman, you know. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I heard an interesting stat about Port Adelaide today from yeah. our resident Port Adelaide supporter at work. Oh yes, yes. Shout out to Matt, um, which you'd never say in Victoria, but anyway. Uh, Port have won eight in a row, like five or six times. Yep, they have never won nine. Oh well, they've never go. won nine in a row. They're playing Hawthorne at Adelaide Oval this week. Oh, get on them. So get I on Matt, Hawthorne. I said to Matt, you're winning nine in a row. Tell you what, though, Hawthorne. <laughs> they're Hawthorne, okay. They're doing there's right. nothing wrong with them at the moment. Very surprised at how well they're going, to be honest, with what they got rid of. Yeah. Um, I will put my preferred on the line as well with a Collingwood-Melbourne grand final. I think Melbourne, well, four, fair enough. three classes permanent. Their class, they're in a bit of a rich shit spot at the moment, but. And Collingwood to win it. I, I don't see how they lose a game of football at the moment. Last time I said that they lost, so that's what I'm hoping for. But I think they can lose games of football, but it's just very solid. Mm. Mm. Very, very solid football team. And there's, there's a long way to go. We're round eleven. Yeah, yeah, I know. But we're, this is the point of the conversation. We're just yeah, yeah, seeing enough. what might happen. Um, it shits me how well Collingwood are doing on and off field. I think I said it last week. It's just upsetting. I wouldn't overly. There was only a couple of years ago to go. He was getting in trouble, mate. Like they've had I a know, quite I know, 12 but it's months. Yeah. They've turned it around. And in three words or less, Brownlow prediction. Three words or less. There you well, go. We're going to you say more than hyphen. First. You heard it here first. Three words or less. Win the Brownlow. <laughs> uh, I'll go with. Um, I don't care if you get three words or less shit. Oh, shit. Um, I'll like say 80. as many words as I can. Well, what, Sam? All right. Get to the point, will you? Um, Toronto. Like he's been it. very good. Um, he's getting he votes because there's no one taking votes off him. No one, yes, you're quite right. <laughs> He'd have a few twos at the moment, he I reckon. He probably would have got three in the loss. He'd be close to it. Four, four goals and 30 whatever touches. That's a very If not, game. he's got the two wrapped up. Yes, for sure. Um, win it on twos. Do you think Dacos can realistically win it? No. Okay. He hasn't played a good... Well, he hasn't played he, a bad game of footy. Not that we're talking about betting, but he's the favourite. Oh, really? Yep. Well, his first four games would have been very, very good games of football. But I wouldn't have say he's been very good in the last... Like, yeah, they're winning. Dugowie had a very good game on the weekend. Um, Who is Jordan Dawson? Jordan Dawson plays for Adelaide. He's been playing some good footy. He's top five in terms of favourites. Um, he's a backman. He's a, but been playing in midfield. He's their captain. <laughs> Went for, came from Sydney. Good to know. He came from Sydney two years ago, played last year, and now his second year became captain. So captain. something going on there. Yeah, right. Um, I'll just say not Petrarca, the other one, Bond Pally. Oh, yeah, I know that wasn't well, that's the other a good one shout in terms mm-hmm. of Petrarca, but yeah, Bond... and he's 
he's sort of been the best player in that team at the moment. Like he's been the best, like and, and which he should have been really for a while, good. but the loss to Gold Coast really is an anomaly. They've been very solid mm. dogs for a little bit. So there tough you go. to go play up in that conditions though. Just see how yeah, many Gold of them Coast had sweat play there on. Gold Coast hey? play there again this week. Do they? They got back to back at TIO. Yeah. Might tip them. I um, do like the Gold Coast. I'll admit, I'm a bit of a. I don't have any ill I have feeling a soft spot. Because they've have a never soft won spot. anything. The ball bastards. Because of guys like Took Miller and um, Rao. Matty Rao. Just Rao's a tank of a footballer, honestly. Um, and they did what we did with Pete. They they got a couple of guys in in Chol and um, Casbolt. They and had to because they got rid of Pete. They did, but just recycled. <laughs> they. They've been very yeah. good. I know Charles been in and out the side a bit this year, but I like Jared Wits as well. Anyway, we're really struggling here. Is there, was there anything else? I need to do the socials. I need to do the socials. Yeah, it's socials, buddy. Apologize. Um, this is from the post we do on the page rather than the live. The live, I apologize to those that are here, is just a bit too hard to keep up with. Um, Segway? Segway, yep. There you go. Um, Matt? Matt says, different Matt to the port Matt. Menzies a lock to play out the season. Yeah, 100%. Someone has to come in for Wallows, a shell of his former self. Yep. Uh, valuable midfield time for Hobbs, Corbell Perkins with Parrish and Shield out. And I would add Setterfield to that as well. Yep. Regan. Which I think is a great point. Like that point there is that we're putting time into these guys. I wonder if we'll expand our midfield times when um, Parrish and Setterfield mm. and Shield come back. Like if they'll It's great to get... have rotations and Definitely. options. Um, Regan or says Nick Martin's a top 10 pick. That's a great conversation we could have Ooh, yeah. and arguing the year he would have gone in the draft, yeah, the... where would he have gone? And I can't Ooh, we should that check because I don't did know he... what year. Did he nominate? In these, know, like under eighteen years, he wasn't. He didn't come to Essendon in his what would have been his draft year. Like no, he, no, no. But in his under eighteen year, I wonder if he I nominated don't. for the draft. We'll do some research and get back to it next week. That's a good. That's a good one. I like that one. Great one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tipper's way out of form. Inside fifty differentials a worry. Yep. We would be screwed without someone as good and durable as Zachy Merritt. Yep. Langford must. Although he got a little bit of a knock at the end, I don't know if you saw. He was quite sore. Yeah. Langford must stay forward, and that's now... Well, now we've got a bit of defensive cover 100%. in Baldwin. I think we're okay with that world. Um, Daniel says Martin's a gun. Yep. Matt, I think um, Matt. Langford's a really interesting one. Like he, He's... I, I've said this before. I didn't couldn't see him staying on that wing because mm. he just would break down every year. But as a forward, he's found a little spot because he's... He's 20-plus yep. to just about halfway. And we had years when it was Cramery and Monfries who would win our goal kicking with 30. Yeah. Just some perspective. So it's true. Yeah. We really struggled once Lloyd left. Um different Matt says Ridley's an AA form. Big call. He's very good. That's a big call. Yeah. McGrath locks down everyone he plays on and he's so pivotal in our ball movement forward. Pidge is unreal. He's had a, having he's a good run. Very good. He's got comfortable in that half back position. Yep. And he can actually defend. Um Alfie. Alfie's back. He's been Alfie for a while. Been a while. Hobbs is a machine, goes in hard, gets smashed and gets back up every time. He'll be skipper one day. Big call on the skipper, but I agree with the rest. Too early for the skipper call, actually, I'll say. Yeah. Don't know um, enough about him yet. Bomagino, that's his name. Tipper needs to go back to the VFL and get form. Uh, still need to work on some of our skills and choices maybe make under pressure. 
um, in that saying that we've showing improvement this year and the rest will fall into place. Making choices under pressure comes back to system and how well drilled they are with a new coach. I wouldn't expect too much to happen in that space too quickly. Mm. We've seen improvement anyway, but that'll all come. Um, Tony again, reiterates been carrying tipper for a few weeks, needs a spell in the VFL. That's fair enough. And Jordan Bomatil, I like it in its simplicity. Just keep winning. Yeah. Beautiful. Anything will go against um, North this week. That's a good thing to talk about. Um, another danger game. I don't like playing teams that we should win. I'd rather, I much prefer should losers. They were pretty competitive on the weekend. Well, against they, were. they should have beaten Sydney, really, mm. barring an administration error. Um, <laughs> Who can say that about a loss? Yeah, no. <laughs> They were for what did they lose by thirty odd points against Collingwood. They were solid. I don't think Collingwood would prefer to play at Marvel. Yep, I think Marvel suits us more than it probably suits Collingwood. Um, that being said, they'll win a game eventually. They're in that they're a bit, bit of the Hawthorne. They're improving. They're getting a little bit better, a little bit more solid with every game that they play. They seem to be better under Ratten than what they were under Clarko, which is. Amazing for them, I'm sure. Um, well, it's interesting. He's made some. You can see some changes, structural changes to the team. Well, they've got some good players there, though. Like Larky kicked five, and yep. he's capable of bags. Yep. Zerha is capable of kicking four or five um, as their second tool. Not sure on their defensive stocks. Mackay got outmarked by Hoskin Elliott, which just made me immediately cross him off my list. And that was one marking contest, but still I, it was I, ugly. You know, I saw that moment. There's two moments where he got outmarked twice, like really close. And that was second one was that what you're talking about. And I thought, actually, maybe we don't want him. I just went, mm, maybe not. <laughs> That's funny. And it's stupid. It's a stupid thing to do to sit there and judge him off that. But, yeah, no. I took it as like he me. just didn't look happy. Like there's a not guy me. in there. He's like, oh, he's probably knackered because he played on Friday night for Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> the same bloke, I'm sure of it. Um, I think we should. It's, it definitely is a should win, but I'm wary that they they're a bit pluckier. They're a bit. If we're not on our best sort of game, we might be in for a bit of a rude shock. Yep, is my humble opinion. What do you think? Um, I don't like the game because I mm. dislike I North. Yeah. Hate North. Tin Rattlers. Mm. Um, and it's the sort of game if we lose, they'll be all like, "Oh, Venus, you know, you can't win finals." Blah blah blah. So, well done, you beat. Well, them they do the like team. to manufacture this hatred and yep. this rivalry against. Well, that's what annoys me in the most about them because there's nothing. But then you let them win. You let them get to you, and yeah. So, I, I mean, under the roof, it should help us. We'll. I, I think. I think we're a better team. I think we're playing good footy. Um, I don't want to see injured players come back in. That's why I'm a bit iffy about right because, you know, if he's training really well and he's banging along in training, then fine, bring him in. The, but... the mantra of Scott has been that we won't do that. So I trust that if he plays, he's fit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, tip, please. Oh, Bombers by, I'll say 42. 42. I'll say Don's by 38. Mm. Well, yeah. I think it's that kind of game. I think if we yeah, win it, we'll win yeah. it by about that margin. Now, I've done some research, Sam. Have you? Probably tell because, you know. I, you you know, haven't I... been paying attention to me at all. That's fine. I'll do it to you. I know. When you ask um, me about. I believe Nicholas Martin. Nicholas. 
Let's just call him should have went in the 2020 draft. 2020. Which was the okay, year that we got. That yep. Cox, Perkins, Reed. So if you add him to that. Who was who was the top five that year? That was Oogle Hagen, Riley Thornthorpe, who's been playing some good footy actually. Really, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Phillips, who's still... Uh, it's hard run. to call after three... Yep, Logan McDonald, who should have kicked Buddy out of that position a few years ago, but anyway. Braden Campbell, who's been pretty good at Sydney also. Uh, Denver Granger Barras, who's barely getting a game with Hawthorne, actually. I think he's playing VFL. And Elijah Hollands, who... Oh, he's at Carlton? Has he gone to Carlton, has he? Or is he Gold Coast? I don't think he's even played a game. There's no notes there for him. Hollands sounds familiar. Uh, Pedler, who's playing at Adelaide, and he's been okay. I'm just trying to have a little squeeze. Is that 2020? Sorry. This is 2020, yet there's not much. There's two and really a half seasons into their careers, so it's probably really yeah. hard to, to make an overarching comment. But, but I'm just saying, oh, Errol Gordon, he's actually very good at Sydney. He's probably, right now, top 15. Oh, he, yes. I just wouldn't a, say top those... 10. That's some good players no. in that top 10. But of that, I would, I'd, I'd have to agree. I mean, there's, there's not a lot of these guys that you've seen. When you look at the notes, it's usually, you know, even if he was top 30, maybe should have been. The fact we got him for nothing, it's a straight up win. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight up. Well, I'd, I'd put him as the probably in that top 10 to 15 quality mm-hmm. player, even higher. Because Ugal Hagen's going to be a very, very good football player, whether in their careers is another thing. But right now, he'd be top five. Yeah, right now, but that's where it's hard because you're comparing key position players who haven't played against midfielders who have played. Yep, but it's he, an impossible conversation. Okay, here's one I'll give you. Is he better than Perkins? I yes. Don't know how you want to say yes, don't you? Because he is. Right, right yeah, now. Yeah, right now. Yes. Ceiling, Has Perkins played no. a game like he that just happened on the weekend? No. In terms of ceiling, no. And Nick Martin, don't forget, has a 25-touch, five-goal game in his bag. On debut. On debut. Yeah. Like, so, and now he's had a 30-touch. What, did he kick a goal? No. But he's got a couple of very good games there. Perkins hasn't produced that in a game yet. No, and I don't think it's fair to compare. But that's what we two do, Two and a half then. seasons not, into a football But that's career. what we do. I... Make out the, you, you do I, um, to... what's his name, that guy from um, SEN that always acts like from Port Adelaide? Oh, Corns. Makes stupid comments. I oh, know, Marto shit, trade him. There you go. Yeah, Marto shit. Um, Best player ever. The highest ceiling player, Perko has a higher ceiling, but I can't oh, compare them. It's apples cool. and oranges because they're two different players. I don't think they're that different. They're both half forwards. They're probably Shut very up. similar height. Shut up, move on. I'm, I don't know what to say because I don't. Want <laughs> I don't, to, think I don't want to put... read to him. I'll give you that. Well, I think Perkins is a bit one you can. I'm trying to find defensive Perko because I think he's got very very. Good I know you stuff. love Perkins, but I'm just saying right now. Yeah, okay. Nick Martin has played more more better. No, that's not. Well, right. he has played more better. You're right. That's perfect yeah. English. <laughs> um, <laughs> Christ. All right, let's wrap this baby up. Well, and go home. We have waffled. Go home. Yeah, we'll go home. Well, I want to actually, what we were going to say before, yeah. you segued so nicely and then I shut you down. Twice. You've shut me down on my segues. Good. You had it coming. Um, we're thinking about some changes to how we do this little pod. Um, the live on Facebook element of it is one of the things we're thinking about. Personally, I think we lose a little bit in terms of posting it so late. This comes out Monday night. 
the recording comes out Tuesday night. That's quite late on. I personally feel we lose a bit of that. What do you think? We want, I don't know what you think, the listeners, what you want to see. Um, we do get quite a few people now coming back and listening, so it's important to us to to know what you think and what you want to see. I think our plan, me and Nathan talked about, is that we record 24 hours after the game or within that 24-hour period yep. and post within that sort of 24-hour period. That means we do away with the live. You can still have your say on Facebook and do all that. We'll still involve the comments. Good job muting yourself there, Nathan. Thank you. Um, yeah, what do you want to see? I, I'd love to be able to get a camera out in the game and talk and post that on YouTube, but I have trouble pointing a camera in my face in public. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not that guy. No, you're I'm not. You don't go to games. You don't go to games. Well, I'm 46. Mate. It's not a generational. It's a generational thing, Sam. It's not really for me either. Um, to be completely transparent, I don't like it. Yeah, that's fair enough. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put pressure on you to do it because I think it's horrible. We're here for the people, after all. We won't change anything before the buy. We'll, we'll get to that point in the current way, um, but let us know what you think. I like the live element, but it is very hard to keep up with the comments and quite often find ourselves going back and rereading stuff we've gone through. It just gets a bit choppy yeah. and a bit, yeah. So let us know. Um Go we'll get more emotion too if there's 24 hours after we're in on lots. Like yeah, three I'm days later, we're like, nah, what happened again after you can't remember? I'm a big advocate of recording immediately after the game. Nathan's content. I'll be drunk, so that wouldn't work if we did that. Um, let us know what you think. We're mm. open to suggestions. We love doing it. Yep. But, you know, we want to maximize what we're able to do as well. On that bombshell. That will do us. I'm quite amazed we've scraped through to an hour again. Hour. Yeah, we just managed to get to this point every week. It's phenomenal. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here wherever you are. We do appreciate it. Any any final thoughts, Nathan, before I... Just go bombers. Monologue to end, apparently. No? Right, no. Go Dons. Go bombers. Go bombers.